Welcome in. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. And we are live. We are here at uh, Stoley's Hog Alley. If you want to give us uh, a shout, feel free to go ahead and do so. And if you want to chime in on the phone, 877-867-1670. Stoley's is in Oconomowoc. And right between uh, Oconomowoc and Delafield. And uh, come on by. Uh, it's still bright, sunny day and uh, beautiful inside this brand-new facility, which uh, they renovated. It took them a little extra time, but, boy, it was well worth it. And I am uh, really anticipating summertime because up above us, where we are, where the ceiling is, is the new deck that overlooks uh, outside and uh, Lake Upper Nababin and Lower Nababin. And it's just uh, I can't wait. Can't wait. So, uh Give us, uh, you know, give us a little opportunity if you want to come out and say hello and have yourself a fish fry or a nice lunch, whatever it happens to be. Stoley's Hog Alley, the place today. If you want to come out, we're brought to you by Bud Light. They're giving away some Bud Light koozies and stuff, too. So come on by, say hi. We're going to talk with Rob Reichel coming up today. We're going to talk with Rob. Mike Clemens going to join us in the final hour of the program as well. Uh, so going to get into the talk with Mike a little bit as Mike and I are uh, getting set, uh, along with the staff getting set to head off to Super Bowl 57. Um, the uh, Ben, now you asked me the question. You said one of the things you, we could discuss today is the Packers. Are they better set up to replicate what the Chiefs are doing, uh, quarterback on a big deal playing uh, on, a, on a high level, or better set up to replicate what the Eagles did to move off of their quarterback and move uh, on to a younger guy? I think the difference is is that while the Packers do have a good quarterback, they don't have a good young quarterback. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still young. He's still under the age of 30. So when you have a quarterback that's this good, that's had this much success, that's already won a Super Bowl in his second, uh, you kind of look at it and go, you know, uh, they're probably – you talk about striking it rich. Boy, how, if you're the Bears, how are you not putting palm to forehead every time Patrick Mahomes takes the field, you know? Because the Bears had a shot at him. Whew. How the Bears uh, even wake up in the morning and go, Phew, without jumping out of a window somewhere, is amazing to me. But the difference is, is that Rodgers is coming up at the end of his career. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the midst of it. Uh, so I think that's a little bit different. But if you were the GM here, Ben, are you then saying, move on? Time Logic will tell you, move on, go to love, Start to take that money, invest it back into the team. You're going to get love if you sign him. You're going to because love does not have uh, the cred behind him to say that he's worthy of some kind of a you know forty million dollar a year deal. Can you get Jordan Love for fifteen, seventeen, eighteen million bucks a year, something like that, for say three or four years, and then have that money, have that cap relief, have that ability to go out and spend that money and put. Young, first of all, draft younger, and then secondly, go out and buy the free agents to put around him if indeed he's worth anything to then be successful? I think so. I think in that scenario with, I mean, a good amount of this team back, it's not as if he'd be playing with a shell of a roster. I, As I've said, I think you'll learn whether he's good, whether he's the guy. I think you'll learn whether Matt LaFleur is the long-term guy. I think the worst-case scenario is there, he's not good, the team's bad, then you have a high draft pick, and then you go into a quarterback-heavy draft with a chance to get a guy. So I look at that. I, I mean, I said this this morning. I think the Packers are set up well because both of the scenarios they could choose aren't necessarily negative. It's either Rodgers comes back and you try to win it with him, or you go forward and you already have that quarterback on your roster, which who end up uh, he could be the guy. So when I look at the two, though, when I look at – Okay, the Eagles and what they're doing or the Chiefs and what they're doing, 
I would think the Eagles would have a better model that the Packers could replicate if we're comparing the two to get back to the Super Bowl. I I would agree. And like I said, logic will tell you now's the time to do it. And this one's from Mark who said, with the Raiders trading the seventh pick in this year's draft plus the 2024 first rounder to get Aaron Rodgers out to, to Las Vegas, would you do that? Um. I, logic would tell you yes, absolutely. So you'd have the, the you're telling me you would have the the seventh and the fifteenth overall pick in this year's draft, plus another first round in 2024 if indeed Rodgers plays another season. I, unless that's not uh, not a contingent uh, a conditional draft choice, would you do that? You talk about being able to restock in a hurry. You know, I mean, you could still get yourself a quarterback at seven to sit behind Jordan Love, and then you can kind of bring in two guys to decide what it is you want to do if you want to do that. Uh, or you can find yourself uh, a top-quality um, wide receiver or two. Uh, you could find your new safety. You could find a tight end uh, at that particular level of the draft. I mean, there's so many different ways you could go for holes that you need to fill with whatever quality falls in your lap. But, I, yeah, uh, you know, if, if, if that's what they would want to do, then, yeah, I'd probably have to consider that seriously if indeed that's something. And, again, because you got to look at it as, you know, what does Rodgers want? And, and as Ian Rappaport said yesterday, you probably look at this and say, you know, what Rodgers kind of wants to do is probably going to be what the Green Bay Packers do. You know, it's not necessarily up to just them saying, now nah, we're getting ready to talk to you later, because he could always just say, you know what, screw you, I'm going to bail. I want to end my career in Green Bay. I'm not going to go play somewhere else. And he could just bail and say, I'm going to retire. And then that will ultimately kickstart everything, don't get me wrong, but you're also sitting there for the next couple of years with that money. So I think it has to be kind of a, a mutual agreement that this is what's going to happen. But would I do that? Um... My head says absolutely move on it in a heartbeat. My heart says, boy, it, it means you eliminate them being able to run it back one more time to see if indeed, to see if they can have a run. You know, Ben, would you do that? Bring him back one more time? No, no, no. Would you, if the Raiders came to the Packers and you were the general manager of the Packers and said, hey, we're going to have the number one, our number one this year, we want to go ahead and give you the number seven overall pick in the draft, so you'd have seven and 15, and then give you their number one pick next year in 2024, would you do that? Oh, God, in a second. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Number one, you would, as I've said, learn about love, but then look at all the ammunition you could have if love's not the guy. Like That's right. number seven. You could trade down with that seven and get future picks. That's exactly what the Eagles have done is their GM, Howie Roseman, has traded in drafts, traded back, moved picks in later years. He set it up so there's always the backup plan where we could have two first-round picks next year to go get another guy. So I'd do that in a right. second. Yeah. I I would uh, seriously have to think about it, like hard, big time. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. Yeah, I would have to think really, really, really hard about that uh, if that would be. Cause, and, and, again, because everybody knows my feeling, I think Rodgers is going to come back and play well this year. 
I, I just do. And it's not based upon Aaron Rodgers that I see him slipping and he's not a quality quarterback or he doesn't have it anymore and he can't throw the ball anymore, can't read defenses anymore, he's gotten slow. I think this year he's coming back and he's going to play well. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, that would make me go, oof, I'm probably going to have to do it. Hey, did you see the, uh, the Chiefs practice yesterday? By I any did. chance? Yep. Why are they practicing outside? They're know. in the cold. I couldn't figure that out. They're, they're practicing in the cold. I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes, full participant in practice and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I couldn't figure out why are they practicing in the cold? It's the goofiest thing. Because you're going to be playing in, first of all, warm climate, and you're playing indoors. <laughs> but they put them outside in the cold. I, you know, hey, Andy Reid's had success, so who am I to judge? But I just thought it was kind of weird that uh, – that uh, for whatever reason they had him outside. Anyway, uh, I digress. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Scott over in the Bud Light live stream says, scariest thing in Green Bay is a new team president in a couple of years, guts everything, starts a total rebuild, fires a GM, fires a coach, dumps everybody because a new team president wants their own people. There's no way. Uh, Scott, I understand what you're saying, but there is no way, no way that – Mark Murphy is going to hire somebody that's going to come in and just gut it. I'm, I'm here to tell you there is absolutely positively no way they're going to do that. Much like when Bob Harlan gave it uh, to, to Mark Murphy, um, he came in and said, hey, one thing you don't want to do is metal. Just go in, do your thing, and get the hell out of the way. That's it. Don't Don't go in and start tinkering and screwing things up or nothing like that. Just, you know, stop it. Just go in and, and kind of be the man behind the scenes, build the program, the whole deal, and go from there. That's it. And go from there. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, uh, that's a great way to do so. Phone number right there, uh, 877-867-1670. Um, this, one's from, this one's from Anthony who says, uh, hey, guys, uh, if you bring Rodgers back, would you then trade him after this year? It, well, yeah, if he wants to come back. If he wants to come back and play again. But every year that you – see, here, here's the thought. Is if you trade him now, whatever team that gets him looks at him and says, hey, we've at least got a shot with this contract being what it is that we got him the next couple of years – that it's not a one-hit wonder. We're hoping he does decide to play until he's 42, say. He, he's already stated he doesn't want to go to 45 like Tom Brady, but he's already said that, that that's what he would like to do. So, yeah, you, 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 you'd like to do that. You'd like to be able to trade. If you're going to trade him, you'd like to trade him now. Next year, especially, let's just say, God forbid, he, has, uh, he goes against what, what I think, and he has somewhat of a down year. Then you're going to be looking at that, going, okay, um, yeah, he, he, uh, he's fallen off. If he has a down year, he's fallen off, and suddenly the value goes way down. But no, you, if you're it, the reason he would be more valuable now is because he's sitting at 40, with probably a couple more years left in him. So whatever team does get him, they're probably looking at that, going, you know, it's not going to be a one-hit wonder. We're going to do everything we can to keep this guy here, and we believe we can. So whether it's the Jets or whether it's the Raiders or wherever else they decide, to, if they decide, to ship them to, it's more valuable now to trade them than it is going to be to next year. 
to trade him. So to answer your question, that's why if you hang on to him this year, then most likely you're going to have him until he does decide to retire at Green Bay Packer. Just, just my thought. Um, this one's from Anthony. Uh, no, I already read that one. I'm sorry. This is from a uh, uh, player, player Dave. Player Dave says, uh, I would like to see Aaron Rodgers come back one more time to get a shot at a Super Bowl. So what if he doesn't win it? Let's say he takes us to an NFC Championship game and plays incredibly well, and it's only one fluke play or two fluke plays that cost the Green Bay Packers. So what? It still means that he went out on one of the highest notes as a quarterback in Green Bay as opposed to just winning the championship and having to win the championship, he should, he says, uh, to raise the trophy high and then to say he's going to retire. At least then he still went out on top, and the team has something to live up to. Right now, they're not even in the post, and it was kind of an ugly season, and I'm not sure he wants to go out that way as the Packers quarterback. I, that I agree with. He has stated time and again that, you know, he obviously would love to go out with a championship, and he'd probably call it quits if he did win one, but he also wants to be and, and is desired to be uh, the more decorated quarterback in Green Bay Packer history in the Super Bowl era, the modern era. I know people get into the, the, uh, the you know, the the Bart Starr one more championships, and nobody's ever going to top that. But we're talking Super Bowl era too. We're talking in in modern history here, um, without going back to the championships that were won prior to the Super Bowl. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to our buddy Tim in Sparta. Tim, how you doing today, man? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing good, Tim. What's on your mind, man? Well, I got two things. One, if I get that deal that you were talking about, you know I love Rodgers. You know I think that he's the greatest thrower of the football I've ever seen. Um, and But I would take that deal. I would take that deal in a heartbeat. Um, and I think if he could go to, to uh, uh, Vegas and be reunited with uh, – his uh, pass-catching buddy, he, he would do it as well. Um, because it's going to give you so much leverage in the years to come. It just it would, it, it would be too good to pass up. Um, and the, the second thing that I've got is, and this is a question for Ben Kenny. I need to find out just exactly, oh, no. just exactly <laughs> what kind of a Philly fan he is. I mean, I want to root for Philadelphia, but... I need to know, has he ever shown up at a baseball game or a football game with uh, four double-D batteries in his pocket? <laughs> it's really hard to say, Tim. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to refer to my uh, my counsel, my legal counsel, before I proceed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hopefully so that, uh, Tim, hopefully that, uh, that, I was going to say, Tim, hopefully that, uh, that, that, uh, you know, you know, curbs your in- enthusiasm and interest. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to it for filling off your heart. Um, my heart has got to go with Kansas City because there was an old Iowa running back called Eddie Podolak, um, who went to them, uh, back in the day. So, They've always kind of been my second team. But thanks for uh, neither confirming nor denying. <laughs> nor, nor All right, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, there you have it. Bill, I told you I'm creating <laughs> Chiefs fans by the day. I was going to say, I you know, I, I, 
That's a that's a hell of a uh, hell of a hell of a question there. There you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Broadcasting live here at uh, Stoley's Hog Alley. We're in Oconomowoc, and uh, we are brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Stopped there earlier this morning, filled up and uh, getting ready for the trip, and uh, picked up a few things while I was there that I'm going to need when I uh, when I we start to wing our way out to Arizona. So good stuff. Thanks to our friends at Quick Trip. They have right now 79 cent bread. Uh, Kristen came home last night, and she uh, and was like, "Oh my God, where did you stop?" And I could just smell fried chicken. And she said, oh, I got a couple of dinners. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, where did she go? You know, restaurants or something? And it would, no, she stopped at Quick Trip. Picked up a couple of the mashed potatoes, picked up a couple of the uh, chicken tender boxes. And, oh, it's just so good. Quick Trip is fantastic. And we love them to death. And thanks to uh, Quick Trip for being a part of the program because uh, they've been with us a long, long time. And don't forget, when you're there, use your Quick Rewards card. And you can start earning yourself not only some, you know, some discounts, but you can also earn yourself uh, some additional points down the road that can help you out at the pump as well. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Um, the, uh, this one's from Aaron who says, hey, Bill, going into the draft, what is the biggest need you feel the Packers have? And uh, on another note, he says, how do you feel about the Brewers season? Uh, I'll, I'll deal with the Packers first. Uh, in my opinion, um, the Packers need some help at tight end. You're probably going to need another um, another wide out. You're going to need defensive front help, depth on the offensive line, probably a safety. Uh, all of those, whatever best available that fills the bill, you can go after. I mean, you can always go after additional parts that you already have um, fortified because you can never have – I mean, look at the year that they thought, oh, my God, we got so many wide receivers. We, we're, we've got an embarrassment of riches. And then the next season, uh, you know, all of a sudden you saw numerous guys go down, including Jordy Nelson, and suddenly you're hurting. You don't have you, – you've got like two receivers after your starting four went down. And, you, you, you know, you can never have too many, you know. So whatever the best available is, go after. But as far as needs go, I would say one of your top priorities is probably fortifying your tight end, getting another good wide out, another good weapon. Or two, for that matter. But to me, you got to get more defensive front, more defensive. Because when you saw the Packers get beat this year, you saw them get beat by the Jets in the trenches, by the Giants in the trenches. You know, you start to look at these teams. They, they, you know, tough game against Tennessee, a tough game. Uh, you know, they beat the Cowboys, but a tough game protecting Aaron Rodgers on the consistent. Once that line started to come back together, it got better. But, you know, go back to the beginning of the season when they were shuffling guys around on the offensive front. They got beat in the trenches. They started putting pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They weren't able to pass the ball over. The middle was terrible. They couldn't get pressure on Kirk Cousins quick enough. So, to me, it's all about the trenches. Um, So, and that's where you win games. You know, obviously, safety and corner are going to be two areas that you want to look at. Safety, if you don't bring back Adrian Amos, you're going to have to uh, find another safety. But you can never have too many good 
quality corners because you're hoping Stokes comes back and, and plays well and doesn't have that sophomore slump kind of hangover. So you want, obviously, a good Jair, a good Stokes, and then Rasul Douglas is going to be your nickel guy or Savage becomes your slot guy, whatever, and move guys around. But you could use secondary help as well. So I don't think there's any area that you could ignore, but I think um, – but I think, you know, you always win in the trenches. It's, it's like throwing a stone in a pond, man. Everything begins in the trenches and it trickles out. And to me, you can't have enough good defensive defensive front guys. You can't have enough of them. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Rockford. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Always a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, Bill, I, I, I think I would speak for everybody in Packerland when I say this. Um, it, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of Rodgers. Um, and I know that people have to do the reporting on him, and they give him the attention, and he's on his Pat McAfee show or whatever. The, you know, he's got all his his stuff, his rumblings going on, and I, I just can't stand how he plays a mind game. Let, let me ask you a question, Bill. You're an old-school sure. guy. You've been around a while. You know, go back 30 years ago in the NFL when when a player signed a big contract, there was never any question of whether he was wanting to get traded or he was going to be gone or he's going to walk away, he's going to retire. You don't, you didn't see what you're seeing now with him, and he's just he's got an arrogance about him. As much as I I love his on the field, you know, attributes, his off the field is is the opposite in my opinion. He just He's the reason why this team is not gelling. I mean, he plays mind games with the media. He's doing the same thing with the with his teammates. Uh, he doesn't go to the OTAs to play with the rookies, you know, like Brady did. He didn't make a connection. He's he's all about his traveling and what he wants to do. And then then he just plays this game like you know, well, well if I want to come back, will you sign a huge deal, buddy? I mean, what are you going to do? Why is this? If it was anybody else, this wouldn't even be a question, Bill. Um, I'll hang up right. and listen, but I'm just disgusted by the whole doggone thing. To be quite honest with you, if he goes, I don't care if he stays or he goes. And if he goes, good riddance and, and bring on the Jordan. I'm not saying that I think it's going to be better if he leaves, but I think he's only got one more year left in the tank anyway. But I just can't stand how he plays mind games. And he's, he knows doggone well what he's doing. Thanks. Right. No, I, I understand that, and that's what we call when you when you get into that discussion that it's the the Aaron Rodgers fatigue. It's 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 that, and uh, and I completely I, I completely get it. It's you know people are tired of the will I or won't I or you know like the comments that he made the other day when he said you know ah the Packers are having it seems like they're having conversations uh, and uh, not including me. Interesting, you know, like um, like nobody's allowed to talk. You know, and I understand that he has this new relationship and this new understanding and this new, new, uh, you know, I don't want to say an agreement, but new, you know, relationship, if you will, that's been built between him and Brian Gudikins. But again, I go back to it depends what the conversations were. If they called and Gudikins picked up the phone and said, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Then, OK, no problem. But if 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 Gudikins called somebody else to make a deal, well, then that becomes a little bit different. So, and I get it. Um, 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to step out and take a quick break. I, I know we got Derek uh, in Albany on hold. If you can hang on, hang on. If not, we'll get back to you. Got Rob Reicher. We're going to talk to him a lot about this. And I think where Rob's going to go. 
uh, because Rob has been outspoken on this. We're going to talk with Rob about this. But we're going to kind of talk about a lot of different things when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and company. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there in New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. New Mail Medical has been getting it done for a long time. They've got a 98% success rate. So if you, uh, you know, have ED, you know what it is, and uh, so does your partner, go ahead and give them a shout. They can all but guarantee they can help you. How about, uh, say, low T? You may not even know you have it. If you're over the age of 30, you're feeling sluggish, moody, tired, run down, whatever, go in, get checked out. Takes you maybe about 10, 15 minutes tops. Or now you're looking at uh, turning the corner. We're in February now. Turning the corner towards warmer weather and T-shirt season. You're going, holy mackerel. Come on, man. i got to start shedding some poundage. Uh, great way to do it. Great people at the New Mel Medical Center. Call them. 414 anywhere, by the way. 414 414- 455 That's the New Mail Medical Center. They have numerous locations, not just in Wisconsin, but all over the country. You can call them at that number, 414-455-4451. Rob Reichel going to join us. Coming up next to the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You're here. Bill Michaels show today. We are broadcasting live. We are here at uh, Stoley's Hog Alley. Stoley's Hog Alley in Oconomowoc, a, a tremendous place. And, uh, you know, love being here. And uh, they have got the, the Fish Fry Friday, which is going on right now, which is absolutely awesome. So if you get a chance to come out, stop out and uh, say hi to the gang here at Stoley's Hog Alley. Let's do this. Let's go to the phone calls and uh, talk to our buddy on the hotline, which is Rob Reichel. Rob, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Billy, I wish I knew you were so close to my house. I would I would have stopped by. We could have done this in person. Oh, I didn't even know you were out this way. I, For whatever reason, I thought you were north. Yeah, no. Not in Green Bay, but I thought you were north of Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm 10, 15 minutes from you. Whatever. We'll, we'll make it work the next time, my friend. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll do that for sure. So uh, with everything that's gone on over the last couple of weeks, Rob, you and I have not had a chance to catch up. Give me your thoughts on what's going on with uh, the Packers, the quarterback, the rumors, and everything that's happening right now. God, Billy, I'd just like to take about a month-long nap and then wake up and call you and ask you what the hell happened. Um, it's, <laughs> it's exhausting. It's, it's, it's annual. It's, uh, it, it's infuriating for the fan base. Um, you know, and, and, Bill, I had someone in the league the other day tell me that, that Aaron loves this. Um, you know, it's, they, they, they should be taught. You know, we all should be talking – Right, Eagles, Chiefs, till we're blue in the face. Last week we should have been talking about the conference championship games until we're blue in the face. And you know, and, and what what's the lead topic on more, most sports shows on an annual on a on a given day? Not just you locally, but but nationally, right? It, it, it's number twelve, and and a guy who's as egomaniacal as Rogers um, just just gobbles this stuff up. And you know, a guy I was talking to in the league said, you know, there, there's no pressure on him. He's out of the playoffs like usual at this time of the year. So, um, and. Um, you know, he, he gets to sit back and watch himself lead Sports Center on, on a given night. Um, you know, Billy, I, I, I think everybody in the organization knows what, what the next step is going to be. I think the Packers kind of know what they want to do. I think Rodgers probably knows what, what's going to happen and what it is he wants to do. He's obviously going to continue to play because he's not going to try to go into the Hall of Fame or go into the Hall of Fame the same year that Tom Brady does. And, 
he's not going to take, you know, even J.J. Watt, he's not going to take a backseat to those guys. His ego won't let him do it. So, I mean, he's going to play, Bill. And obviously we're at a point now the only question is where. And, and, you know, and, I, and I do think the Packers know – um, my guess is that deep down they, they probably do want to move on from him. But Aaron does have a lot of power in this deal too, Billy. Uh, it's just the way the contract was structured that, you know, if he doesn't want to go quietly, he certainly doesn't have to, and they're going to have to come to, to some resolution. But, um, you know, I, I, again, it's just kind of the same old, same old from, from the last two, three years, Bill, uh, with, with, with Rogers in, in this type of deal. And, and again, I, th- I think for everybody in, in Packer nation, it's, you know, it, it, it's a story we're all kind of tired of. I look at this, Rob, and I think, and I've said this before, that logic would tell you Packers make a move, they trade for a couple of first-rounders, maybe one this year, maybe one next year, what have you, and then uh, they begin the Jordan Love era. Uh, my heart tells me that Aaron, I think, uh, on his end anyway, correct me if I'm wrong, probably wants to stay with the Packers, Probably because he doesn't want to go in early, doesn't want to learn a new system, doesn't want to you know have to you know meet new guys and get guys on his level and all that kind of stuff. It's easier to go to your to where you know, you know says hey I want to come back, I want to run it back one more time, give me a shot, and I'll give you some money back. We'll we'll adjust this thing so it makes it cap friendly for everybody. And I think ultimately that's what the Packers do. So my head tells me make the deal, but my heart tells me I don't think that's going to happen. Is is that is that a fair way to look at this? I, I think it's an extremely fair way to look at it, Bill. And, you know, I, I'm kind of of the mindset that until proven otherwise, I, I expect them under center, um, you know, when, whenever they kick it off, September 10th or whatever it turns out to be, uh, you know, here in, in five, six months. I, you know, I, I think Rodgers is, is still Green Bay's guy. And kind of like the last couple of years, there's, there's a lot of, ch- you know, chatter through the offseason, and, and he ends up being – uh, you know, Green Bay starter when when we roll around. Now, again, I, I think that would be a colossal mistake from a Packer standpoint. And, I, and I'm with you, Bill. It's, it's, it's you know, the, the devil that you know from Rogers' standpoint is, is you know is always safer than the devil that you don't. And 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 whatever he 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 has he has power and control inside the Packer organization, Billy. That I don't think he'd get in other places, and that is certainly unique and rare to what we've seen in that sport here over the last you know couple of couple of generations you know for Rodgers to have a you know a seat at the big boy table at Thanksgiving it, it doesn't happen for 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 many athletes Billy they're usually at the kids table right so but again it, you know if you are the Packers and you've got to make a call here really soon on on Jordan Love it, it, it's time to find out what what you have there and I and I'm and I'm sure Gutekunst wants to find out as, as soon as possible what he has there right I think internally Bill they believe that, you know, that they, they, they could win as many games next year with Jordan Love potentially as, as they would with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the, the, the limited amount that we saw Jordan Love this season was extremely encouraging. Um, you know, the way he finished that Philadelphia game, um, he, had, he had a couple other spots, you know, uh, spot duties along the way. I think his passer rating wound up about 112, Bill. Um, you know, and, and I know that, that that's certainly not a full body of work, a 17-game season. But what I think he flashed this year, Billy, and, and what you saw from him was very, you know, very reminiscent of Rodgers back in 07, 15 years earlier. You know, when he came in for Favre in, the, in that Dallas game on the Thursday night, and, and he almost rallied the Packers to a win that night when, you know, that, that was a couple of 10-1 and one teams going at it, and Favre got hurt and Rodgers came in. There was a real belief after that inside the organization, Bill, that, uh, you know, that, that Rodgers 
could exceed Favre pretty quickly in terms of the level that he was playing at. And, and obviously he did when he won the Super Bowl in 2010. I, 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 I don't know if it's quite as strong with Jordan Love, Bill, but, you know, that, that he would exceed what Rodgers is doing on the field within a year or two or something like that. But I think they believe he can certainly be a winning quarterback in the league. And on top of it, if you make that move sooner than later, Bill, you still get the draft capital for Rodgers before it's too late because the longest, the longer they screw around with Rodgers and making a trade, his value goes down year to year. And secondly, Bill, at some point in time here, they've got to pay that visa bill and start to get their salary cap in line. So by 2024, 2025, 2026, whenever you want to circle, they can be relevant again in, in free agency instead of just kicking all these contracts down the road. And they can actually go out and start chasing some people and build a winning roster around Jordan Love. The longer they procrastinate with Rogers, Bill, that becomes an impossibility. Um, now, I know Jordan Love had, what, I think nine or ten passes or something like that over at, uh, over in Philly. Looked really good. He himself even said it was against a, a, def- that was play- a defense that was playing relatively soft. But it got a lot of people enthused. He looked better. He looked more sharp. But then the question becomes, okay, so suppose you do, you know, kind of run it back and you have him sit for a year. What do you end up doing with him? Because you got to look at Jordan Love and say, okay, we got to pay the guy because you're going to pick up that extension. So what is that going to be? Is that going to be... 10 million, 15 million. I mean, do you bank 20 million dollars on a guy that really hasn't shown whether or not he can even win in the league yet? Yeah, you know that 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 number bill is kind of determined by, you know, there's a formula that the league uses for that based on, you know, uh quarterbacks at the various points in their career and the averages of salaries and things like that. But but the projected number there on Love is going to be in the 20 million dollar range uh when, right. when 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 it's all said and done. So now all of a sudden your salary cap becomes even you know more out of whack, and you might have to make a decision then, Bill. If you know if you do sign him, because you know Love's been a Love's been a good soldier through this, but at some point in time, you know his people and, and Jordan himself are going to ask out of Green Bay. They're going to say, I you know I'm not I'm not sitting here forever behind Aaron Rodgers. You you know these guys, Bill. They're alpha dogs. Yep. They're alpha males. They you know that they don't come into the NFL to sit and watch somebody else play for the first four years of their career and that's what you'd be asking Jordan Love to do so if you do stay married to Aaron Rodgers I still think Bill chances are they might have to move on from Jordan Love and and then the worst case scenario obviously is you move him somewhere and he, and, and he lights it up and he turns himself into a Pro Bowl player at some point in time and within a year or two you know Aaron's out of the league and you know he, he takes the you know dramatic fall like Favre did between nine and ten when he when he was with Minnesota because at some point in time you know much like Brady this year Bill the, you know the, the, these guys do take these dramatic falls and I, I think you saw the beginning of the end with Aaron Rodgers this year um, you know in in Green Bay so that that's a worst case scenario Bill and, and it's not one I would want to paint myself into if I'm the Packers to, to opt to stay married to Aaron Rodgers and then potentially have to move on from Jordan Love. I think that's a lose-lose. And now you're chasing and looking for your next quarterback, uh, you know, when Rodgers is gone again. I mean, if you move on from Jordan Love, Bill, you almost have to take a quarterback again in this, in this draft relatively high to find the next guy again to sit and wait behind Aaron Rodgers. And, and who knows how that's going to work out. So you're really setting the franchise back, Bill. I, I, I think the longer you stay married to Aaron Rodgers, you might have a year or two in here, Billy, that, that's kind of a hiccup, you know, where they keep going 500 or even a 7-10 and 10 or a 6-11. and 11. But, but again, I, I, I think when love continues to grow, especially with these young receivers and they get their salary cap situation figured out, I think they're right back in the hunt in the NFC within a couple of years.
Uh, real quick before I let you go. So going into this, if they do run it back, Roger said he would like to have Mercedes, like to have Bakhtiari, like to have, you know, Kabi. You know, he goes through the laundry list. Uh, I mean, obviously, you gain some salary cap if you get rid of Bakhtiari. But, uh, you know, as Brian Gudikins alluded to, you, you know, good left tackles are hard to find. And when he did play, he played well. Is there anybody that you would say, I'm not bringing them back? Would it be Cobb? Would it be Big Dog? Would it be Bakhtiari? Would it, is there anybody you would say, sorry, but we got to move on. It's time to time to make hay. Well, Billy, as you and I are talking right now, I mean, there's $17.5 million over the salary cap, you know, for next uh-huh. season. And, and that's without even touching any of their own unrestricted free agents, right? The, the Cobbs, the, the, the Lewises, the, the Alan Lazards uh-huh. that he's mentioned, the Bobby Tunyans people like that. I mean, Bill, it's, it's going to be really difficult to bring back any of their own free agents, much less sign anybody else's free agents. I, I think you're going to have to, they're going to have to have, you know, in addition to contract restruct, restructuring bill, where they keep kicking these things down the, down the road, they're going to have to do a Zedaria Smith type of move, maybe a couple of them like they did, did last year and move on from, from a really high level quality starter that that's making too much money. You know, Bakhtiari's on the books for 29, Bill, but there is a $23 million cap hit, you know, dead cap hit there, the way his contract was structured. So you really only save $6 million with him. You know, Kenny Clark's on the books for 24, and I don't think Kenny's getting dumped by any means. I'm just giving you a couple of numbers. You know, Kenny's dead cap hits 20, you know, so you'd only save four there. The the big ones they could save on are obviously Aaron Jones, who who does have a $10 million cap, uh, dead cap hit, Bill, but is his cap itself is 20. So you save 10 million on, on Aaron Jones. You can move on, you know, from guys like Preston Smith and Devondre Campbell and, and people like that. But Bill, you know, that, that, that's the whole thing with bringing Aaron back. How are you ever going to get back to the number? And they will, cause they're creative and everybody finds a way around the salary cap, but how are you going to get your numbers in line bill and improve your football team to a point where you can make a run again in the NFC? I, I just don't think it's feasible bill. Um, you know, the, their window was 2020 and 2021. That's when they went for it. They kept bringing these guys back, gave them big money, postponed some of the payments on these deals. It bottomed out for them a little bit, or they, you know, they were a 500 team for all practical purposes in 2022. And now the bill has come due on a lot of this stuff. And, you know, they went for it in 2020 and 2021. It didn't work out. So not, you know, and, and kudos to them, Bill, for going for it. You know, it just, it just didn't, it didn't pan out with those, you know, losses to San Francisco in the playoffs in, in 21 and to Tampa in the NFC title game in 2020. And, and, and now you move on. And I, I think you just turn the page and start that next chapter and, and, and try to get things back in line financially and, and see what you have in, in Jordan Love. And, and, and again, Billy, here's the big thing to me. They are in a, they are in a position of total strength right now with Aaron Rodgers. You've, you've got so many desperate you know teams in the league desperate for quarterback help that that I I think this still still is an off season where you can get you know pretty high return for a guy like Aaron Rodgers. There's no guarantee of that a year from now, two years from now. You know you, you're probably talking half the price that you can get today. So I sell high, Bill, because you've got all these quarterback starved teams out there, especially with Tom Brady off the market now. And, and I turn the page and I start that next chapter of Packer football. Good stuff as always, Rob. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll chat again real soon, okay? Especially when stuff start, uh, starts to matriculate, I would assume, over the next two, three weeks as we start to hear more from Rodgers, okay? All right, Bill. Always fun. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's uh, our good buddy, Rob Reichel. And uh, logically, 100% dead on. Logically, 100% dead on. Can't, can't argue with it. 
Uh, but I, th- there's that heart and head thing that go along almost hand in hand with all that stuff. So I, I get it. Get everything he's saying. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Great Lakes Dragway. Go to GreatLakesDragway.com. GreatLakesDragway.com down in Union Groves. If you got the need for speed, whether it's uh, running your own or checking it out, the 2023 season passes are on sale. That is our friends from Great Lakes Dragway. Dot com. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show on a Fish Fry Friday where it's Stoley's Hog Alley, where it's been renovated, it's reopened, and we are so glad to be here today. Thanks to Jeff and Alicia Stoll for having us out here. Love them both, and uh, just a tremendous, so come on out, tremendous day. Come on out, whether it's clam chowder or bluegill or perch or cod or shrimp dinners. Friday Fish Fry, come out and have it with us. we got more after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Eagles and the Chiefs will hold workouts today and install more of the game plan before flying to Phoenix this Sunday to prepare for Super Bowl 57. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni on what he sees on tape from Kansas City. As far as the Chiefs, you know, obviously they've been really good for a long time. Great organization. Coach Reed's a great coach. And Patrick Mahomes, one of the best players in the world. Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, they got, they got good players everywhere and really good coaching. We're in our early stages of studying the Chiefs, and that's where we are right now. This is the third Super Bowl in four years for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes on how he's grown into the role of the Chiefs' starting quarterback. Uh, when you've been in some big games now uh, a couple years in a row, you've learned from your mistakes, and I felt like the year before I let one state kind of compound into to two, three, or whatever it was, whereas this game, this, this last one, instead of worrying about, man, I made a huge mistake and we probably could have had a good chance of not putting the game away, but giving ourselves a, a big lead. Let's not magnify it. Let's just, just move on to the next play, continue what you were doing throughout the entire game. And um, we didn't necessarily have a lot of, a ton of yards after that, but I didn't make another mistake. And then whenever the time came, I was able to make a play in order to, to get us in the field goal range. And Donald Driver was asked, when did he know it was time to retire from the Packers? I had my conversation at the end of the year and, and they said, hey, Donald, listen, we want to go in a different route. You're 38, you're still playing at a high level. What's your plan? And I said, well, I have to look at the room. And and I love my receivers at the time. And I walked up and I told JJ and Jordy and Cobb and Greg was leaving already. And I said, fellas, I'm going to retire. I'm going to let you guys have the show. I'm going to walk away. And they did. They asked me to play other places. Um, Greg called me when he signed with Minnesota. Come play with me. And I told him, I said, I promised the fans that I would never wear another color. We'll have updates every day next week from Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Two hours down, we got two yet to go. We're broadcasting live. We're at Stoley's Hog Alley here in Lake Country. And uh, good to have you on board. Speaking of Lake Country, another terrific place not far from here, which is our friend at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. And uh, if you're in the Lake Country area, maybe you stop at the Stoley's or maybe you want to get uh, fish fry over at uh, Boondocks. Boondocks always has some fantastic stuff uh, over there, as a matter of fact. Right there on County Road K in Oconomowoc, they have, uh, they you know, if you follow them on Facebook, they're always posting pictures of the food, specialty drinks. It's the season of love. So they have got specialty drinks, strawberry wink, frostbite, mimosa. They've got the flirt, as they call it. Great drinks, great people, great staff. And uh, that is our friend at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Reminder, next week we're going to be at Radio Row. We're going to be live from Phoenix, Arizona, actually starting tomorrow. 
uh, we're going to be out there uh, later tomorrow. So start looking for our uh, our social media. So make sure you follow us on Facebook. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, uh, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. We changed the name because it was too many different names. So it's The Bill Michael Show on Facebook, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram, just simply Bill underscore Michaels on Twitter. Plenty of places to follow us, but we're going to be bringing you uh, some uh, Facebook Lives, YouTube Lives. We're going to be uh, doing uh, different pictures and such from out there. I've already got people sending me stuff as the ESPN set is being all set up right across next to uh, my, my buddy's shop out in uh, Old Scottsdale. So we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun as we get ready to head out to Arizona. So hopefully uh, you're enjoying the day. I'm uh, going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got a lot more to get to. Two hours down, like I said, two hours yet to go. We are live. We're in Lake Country in Oconomowoc, Stoli's Hog Alley. Newly renovated. Smells great. Food is great. Fish Fry Friday, whether it's perch or walleye or garlic lime shrimp skewers or the sandwich or I'm making myself hungry. Oh, oh, so much more to go. Stay tuned. More coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.